All right, ladies and gentlemen, good morning on this April 10th, Monday, after, after um, Easter. Hope you all had a wonderful day yesterday and all that good stuff. And look at this. Also, we're at the beginning of the second quarter. Today, we are very for- fortunate from the lovely state of Arizona, okay, our North Scottsdale office, to have Judy Zemet to, to the show. Welcome to the show, Judy. You have to hit star six on your phone, Judy, because I've muted everybody for us to hear you. Star six will unmute you. Okay. How's that? There you are. There you are. There Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing well. How are you, Rick? <laughs> Good, and thank you for taking your time out this morning for this interview. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. So you had a good Easter. Yes, I did. How about you? I did. Don't ask me what I did, but it was good. All right, now we have to ask you, what did you do? <laughs> I you were working, weren't you? Sun. Well, a little bit. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I have an offer in, and it's, um, you know, I'm in that period where I'm Checking to make sure that no one else got the house before my client did, that whole thing. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, which is, it's kind of interesting right now, isn't it? Because, you know, I mean, you hear some stuff about what's going on in the market has slowed down and the interest rates and blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, uh, with the uh, lack of inventory and there's still serious people out there, the market's still trudging along pretty good, isn't it? Let me give you a lawyer answer. It depends. It it is such an interesting time, and I've been doing this for 21 years now. Uh The market's always changing. We know that. Real estate is never still waters. It's always changing. But it seems like right now it's changing more quickly, and it's in little pockets. I don't think you can generalize anything. Hmm. It's not not only city-dependent, but it's neighborhood-dependent, and within the neighborhood, it's house-dependent. You, you know, I agree with you 100%. And let's, and you know what, you made a comment that just reminded me of something. Tell them a little about yourself so they understand your background, the fact that you are a lawyer. And, you know, tell them a little about this and maybe a little about your production level and so forth, just so they get an idea of who you are, Judy, please. Okay. So I'm 21 years in the business. I started, I owned a construction consulting firm. I've had my license in three states, um, went to law school, and went to law school in 08 when the market crashed. I was like, well, now is not a good time to be in real estate, so I'll go get my law degree. Um, always knew I'd be back in real estate after I did that. And it's been going well. So 2022, I was number three in the state of Arizona for Berkshire Hathaway. Yes, Nation. you were. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That is so awesome. And that's a you know, that's a that's a tough bill because we have a lot of great – we have almost a 1,000 agents there, and, and we have some really productive agents, so congratulations. Thank you. It was a great year, and um, I hope to do it again. Awesome. But like we were saying, so, it's, a, it's a very different market now. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you've been doing this a long time, too, and I would say from – and I say this all the time, so I apologize if you've heard this before for some people on this call, but – from April of 2020 to the end of 2021 was probably the best, whatever that was, in 19 months, 20 months of real estate I've ever seen in my 39 years and probably were the best you've seen too as well, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. It so now we're back to reality. 
<laughs> yeah, it was it was a strange time, and for people who started paying attention at that time, you were having to teach them that that wasn't normal. Now it's more normal than ever. Right, right, and, and we still finished last year with a little bit of appreciation, even though we started off, you know, going to get to that twenties plus clip again, and then slowed down. And I think Arizona was still around seven or eight percent. Nevada was about the same. I think all of our markets were about the same when it was all said and done which is more of a, that's actually historically a pretty damn good market as far as appreciation goes. In North Scottsdale, where I am, you know, Carefree, Cave Creek, the market is still strong if your home is under $2 million. Um, people are, they're, they're waiting to purchase, which is what they used to do, right, before COVID. But there wasn't right. that madness. They're, they're waiting longer to purchase, and they're more um, conscious of how much they're spending. Does that make sense? And I know I'm generalizing, yes. and I just said not to generalize. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the attorney in you. Yeah. So when you went to school, to, when you went to law school and so forth, what, give us a couple mm-hmm. of big things that you've learned and applied to real estate. Well, I think I, I've always been very good at analysis. You know, my, my LSATs, that exam you take getting into law school, I mm-hmm. got up 100%. I aced the analysis portion. So it's just something that's always been a part of who I am. I can analyze a market. I can analyze a transaction. Law school enhances that. And then, of course, law mm. school, the, the big add-on for me was contract law. And there's so much to contract law that agents don't learn. They learn a surface level of it. So law school really helps me um, enhance that part of my service to clients. And it also places me within a group of people who I see at least once a month, a whole room full of real estate attorneys. It places me in that bubble so I can hear the conversation that's going on in real estate law in addition to real estate sales. Mm. Well, that's cool. Yeah, the um, um, I, I that's good stuff, and that's a tough. I don't know if I told you this, but my son's got one more year of UConn Law, and then his first internship is this summer, and I think he'll probably end up keeping that. It sounds like it's going to be a good job for him too. But uh, so I can't remember what he got on oh. it, but um, I know that he did pretty well too. Tough, tough. So what is his? What's he going to focus on? Type of law. I knew you were going to ask me that. Well, okay, so when he graduated with his four-year degree, knowing he was going to continue, he worked for the Hartford for a while, insurance company. You know, he's, he's in West Hartford. And then he went mm-hmm. to uh, – uh, now he's at Travelers, and, uh, and now he's hooked up. I can't think of the law firm right now, but he's going to be – so he's going to be like insurance law, that type of thing. Okay. That'll always yeah. be needed. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what he yeah. thinks too. Yeah. Always be needed. I still, but it's, I still it's have, interesting. Yeah, I still have my, my law practice. Uh I was doing estate planning and real estate law. And I just sold my estate planning practice recently to Morris Hall, which is a it's an estate planning firm in Arizona that's been around for fifty years. And wow. I'm only focusing on real estate law and I really only do it for my as an ancillary service for my clients, um, but very divided. You know, I don't, I don't let the two sides of my career blend. Otherwise, the state right. bar of Arizona would get after me. That's right. So, 
Yeah. So, I'll, and I also I'll draft deeds for attorneys in other states who want to transfer their client's Arizona property into their client's trust, things like that. But I am, oh, it's all real estate, but I'm really 98% Berkshire Hathaway buying and selling. Right, right, which is where, yeah, it's a lot more fun too than, uh, I, I can only imagine because I've never been an attorney, but I think it's more fun when you're dealing with clients and their their primary residences and sometimes uh, mm-hmm. you know, investments and so forth too. Yeah. Oh, All right. I, I so I want to hear your take too. We, we kind of diverted there for a second because I asked you about your attorney, your attorneyness. But um, what about so you know? So now we're back to a normal market. Things are trudging along, but you mentioned some pockets. Tell me a little bit about that. What you're seeing? There, the inventory is low. Right. For certain types of homes. So if you're selling a certain type of home and you price it realistically, um, it's going to go in a flash. I've been involved in multiple offers for the past month or so. So those are still happening, but only in that pocket of homes that are still sought after and there aren't very many of them. The homes that... Um, I have a ranch property, for example. It's a great horse facility. It's incredibly beautiful, flat five acres. And that's taking a while because there are only so many people. Right. In, in, you know, so many buyers who are looking for that. So that's taking a little longer. So it's very dependent upon the home. Right. So the specialty properties are taking... You know, and that's normal. That's what it, that's what they normally do in a normal market because as soon as you say specialty yeah. or over 55 communities, or you limit, you know, your buyer pool. Right, exactly. I remember when people would say, oh, if it's over a million, then you're going to have to be on at least 100 days. Mm. So, that wasn't I mean, too long ago either, yet, was it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, now prices well, like are higher. Like four or five so years ago. It's over 2 million. Right. You know, the prices yeah. have gone up. And speaking of prices going up, they're still going up here. They're not skyrocketing, yeah. but it's still a far right. better investment real estate than stock market. I mean, there's no comparison. Right. Right. There really isn't. And and, and yeah. what people don't realize, especially especially if you're – even if you're buying cash, it's better. But at the same time, if you're financing it and you have like a 25 2.75%, 3% uh, loan, uh, you know, and you put 20% down, your property is appreciating at the total value of the property, not just your down payment. So, and then your tax benefits, it's really tough to be uh, real estate, isn't it? It really is. Absolutely. I heard over the weekend, I haven't looked into it yet, but I will, that there's now, is it an FHA 40-year loan? Did you hear about that? I have not, but I've been on vacation. This is my first, I've just got back this morning, so I haven't heard about okay. a 40 They talked about it before, though. I've heard this talk before, yeah. years ago I've heard about it. I think it's great because it still is tough for first home, first-time home buyers. And if they can come up with that 40-year, I, I think that will really help folks that are having a hard yeah. time just starting out. So I still have to look into that. I might be spreading a nasty rumor here. <laughs> no, they, I've heard them. I mean, I, I've been doing this, like I said, 39 years, and I've heard that talk twice. If it's, if it's coming back up again, that's probably a good sign, but I've heard them talk about it yeah. um, before too, Judy. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, and, you know, you know, what people have to realize is that 
the, 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 you know, really 2021, 20, 20, especially 20 and 2021, they were tough. I mean, appreciation. Look, in Las Vegas, if you bought a home 10 years ago, your house has gone up, you know, almost, it's like 400, no, excuse me, 250% in the last 10. And that's pretty incredible, but it's unsustainable for long periods of time. It's going to get back to three to five or seven or even, you know, just a little up here and there, but ultimately, uh, Real estate's a good bet, a bet, especially your primary residence. Right, exactly. It's still a great investment. Yeah, it's it's not like crypto. Well, we all know what happened there. Yeah, it went up really quickly and then it stopped. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, oh. I, I always I, I, I didn't like understand it. So. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a more stable market now. It feels more stable. It. There are chains, there are those little pockets. I mean, here's the situation. Of course, I'm going to say this no matter what type of market we're in. But never is it more important to get an agent who absolutely knows the area you're buying in. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you're, if your best friend is lives an hour away and you want to use them to purchase a home in a neighborhood they've never been in, don't use that person. You really need to right. find an agent who knows the market because they're so specific right now. Right. No, I agree. I agree. And I and I think you're right. No matter what's going on, that's a very important part of the process. But now yeah. more than ever. And now you said yeah. stable. Now, I feel the same way, Judy, but I'm just interested in your take. When you say stable, what makes you feel that way versus other times in the history of this business? Well, I think you just said, you talked about how things have been just off the wall over the last few years. Now right. we are at an interest rate that we've, those of us of a certain age, we've seen this, seen this interest rate for probably the majority of our lives. This is kind of a stable. Right. This is how it works. This is where the system works at this rate. Right. It didn't work at 2.5, right? Um, right. The length of time people are taking, they're taking more time to look at homes. They're they're educating themselves more instead of scrambling to get something before it gets, goes off the market. Therefore, they're making wiser decisions. There's just a lot of little reasons why, and they all they all blend to make one big reason why it feels more stable. Um, it requires mm. more more knowledge about the intricacies of what you're buying, but it still feels like more stable market. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. No, it, it, it does, Judy. And I would add just one thing to it. I would add one thing to it. And the one thing to me that really makes everything you just say, because let's face it, the rates are going to go down a little bit. You know, we're, we're ha- we have a government right now that's fighting inflation with the interest rate only, which is kind of crazy. It's not 1975 again, like the last time mm-hmm. we had inflation. It wasn't even this high back then now they're setting records just so fighting it with just the base rate to me is ridiculous so the rates are going to come down and you know they're going to come down again and or we'll see other types of financing like you just said 40 year you know, i remember the one year arms the three years the five years um i don't think we'll get there but it's possible it's possible but ultimately what makes it real secure is every everything you just mentioned and for the first time in the history that i've been doing this um it's supply and demand you just have way more people that can or should buy versus properties available. So you you yeah, have that supply and demand. Arizona, 
Arizona's booming yeah. and it's going to continue to boom. Right. Because so many people are moving there, especially you guys are the number one destination for people leaving California. I think we're number two or we're in the top three or four anyway. And that's always going to continue for the cost mm-hmm. of living until it gets to a certain place where, you know, buying a house in Phoenix or Scottsdale is like buying a house in Orange County or San Francisco, which I think will happen in our lifetime. It'll get there. Just like New York and Minnesota. I mean, all those places, Washington, uh, you know, they all went through massive appreciation, which Phoenix and Las Vegas is going through right now. The the benefit that we have in Phoenix is that we can we can spread out to cover more more miles. You know, we're not hemmed right. by a coast. So that's gonna I think temper that crazy San Francisco type market. We're not I don't think we're gonna see right. that. Because we can always spread out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it w- it won't get it'll it'll never catch it. But, you know, like, it'll, yeah. it'll uh, like, you've already gone through massive appreciation. I mean, there was a time there for two years in a row where you guys were the number one appreciating market, and you're still in the top ten, if not top five right now. Yeah, probably so. It's a great place to live. So, okay, so tell us, because I know you do, you do a lot of your business by repeat and referral, correct? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Is it advertising more? Not really. Yeah, so tell us a little about how you do that. Like, what do you do to keep your, you know, keep that top of mind with them and maybe a little about your customer service because I know that that's stellar as well. Tell us a little about that. Well, my clients know, number one, they know who I am. I mean, I, I we build a relationship when I'm working with them. I'm available to them before, during, and after the purchase. So they, I'll follow up and say, and I don't have it on a schedule. Probably should, but I I just mm-hmm. follow up with my clients every once in a while and say, Hey, how are you doing? What's going on with the house? Um, you know, how's the dog? Whatever it is, my clients know that I'm full time, and that makes a huge difference. So they can contact me anytime because they know I'm always right. I'm always there for real estate. But I also do events. Last year, um, in November, I hired a photographer who came to the office, and we did pet portraits for my clients. Nice. Um, yeah. So I, I do events for my clients. I'll send them gifts. I send them notes. Um, a lot of my clients become friends. Yeah. I wish I yeah, had I can more see that. time in my life. Because I'd like to go out to lunch with every one of my clients at least once a month. There's just not time for that. But I, mm-hmm. we genuinely like each other. Uh, we had a, most recently we all met for dinner. I like my clients to, to meet each other as well. That's so, cool. Yeah, that's that, yeah. that's confidence. That means you're confident in what you do to allow that to happen, which is great. So those community, those events you have with your clients and so forth. And I also know you you also do a little social media too because I see you out there. <laughs> I do. I'm more Instagram. You know, I, I watch Facebook, but it's, I'm not a fan. Um, I'm on Instagram. I really don't spend a lot of time on it though. No. I'm not so you do, you have a you presence, are. so they I see you. Yeah, I have a website. I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn. I feel like with social media, there's always more to do. You have to be mindful of not overdoing it 
unless you pay someone to do it for you. Otherwise, that's all you're doing. Right. Right? And so, I don't know that true. I've ever, I don't know if I've, I've, I've ever received a client from just social media. I think it's probably, you know, somebody tells someone about me and then they look me up. Mm-hmm. It's not the starting point for my clients. Right. Yeah. No, but it's just, it's, a, it's, it's another reminder if you're on Instagram and you're connected with them with all the things that you're doing yeah. and what you do and little, yeah. Yeah, I do enjoy it. It's kind of that creative side that you can do in the evenings. Yeah. <laughs> you do, you have fun with it. I can tell a little bit I on, on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I've made, I've made because fun you, of you, you on it. You've done a couple funny ones. <laughs> you've done a couple funny ones of me when I'm speaking there. So it's fun. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Got to got to have fun with this business too. Absolutely, and I do. Yeah, I work so with what some do you really see great for, people. Yeah, no, it, 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 and you just that would be the comment I would make on everything you're, you're just saying is that you end up having a really good, you know, um, it's a new friend base. It's not only a sphere of influence; they're also your friends. They refer you, treat them like friends. You treat them like family, and then. They refer, and it's honestly the right thing to do, and it makes the business a blast. I, I really genuinely like my clients, and I want the best for them. So I, I mm-hmm. give them my complete, honest opinion. Of course, you know, we have a fiduciary duty to put our clients first. I was going to say. I mean, yeah. that, right. I mean, that is, we're, we are beholden to that, to our fiduciary duty. But I really feel it in my heart as well. I don't have to think to myself, yeah. well. My duty is to do this. I really want my clients to make the best choices for them. Right. Right. Yeah. And and as an attorney, I think you probably know more than most that fiduciary <laughs> responsibility. But to me, that was really drilled in. You know, because I took my first exam, you know, almost 40 years ago, and um, I remember the fiduciary responsibility seemed to be more prevalent in the training and the, the testing than it seems to be today. Oh, 100%. I agree. Isn't that weird? And I don't know I why. Sit, yeah. And the repercussions are that when I sit in that room of real estate attorneys once a month, they have more cases going on with residential real estate than commercial now. It used to be, you know, 90% commercial is what real estate attorneys were working on. Now, it's they have state issues because there's a lot of conflict. There are a lot of things that go wrong in real estate transactions. We don't hear about it in the public. We don't hear about it as agents because they usually settle as a solution before the case is filed. So we don't right. hear about it that much. There's a lot going on. And I think, I think to your point, Agents, brokers, buyers, and sellers, but agents and brokers who, are, who have that responsibility, that fiduciary responsibility, aren't trained in it as much as they used to be. Right. Why is that? Exactly Why right. is that? I, you know what? It's a great question, and I think because of everything you just said, the market, you know, when the market was, especially like 2021, I was shocked at some of the things that were going on. I'm like, what? So, <laughs> you know, people taking in four offers and saying, I'm full. No, no, no. I have. Is it under contract? No, but I already have four offers. I don't need any more. Don't send me one. <laughs> I'm like, they actually said that to you? Yes. I'm like, that is ridiculous because you're supposed to. The shop's always open until you close as to offers, 
presented to the seller. Right. So I just, I think the, I think everything that you just mentioned, which makes you a super success and makes your clients love you and is everything you just mentioned. I just don't, and that's why I'm pointing it out, Judy, just don't think the average realtor today has that same dedication to the fiduciary responsibility, which, you know what, makes you a rock star if you do, because, you know, uh, who, who was it, who said it first, who knows, but if you help enough people get what they want, you'll always get what you want. Yes, yeah. And I hear that in every business. If you're looking for the money, if you chase after the money, you won't see it. Right. It's not about the money. It's about what you, what you yep. do for your clients. And when I have yep. other agents, because I, I have great agents in the North Scottsdale office, when other agents come to me and say, oh, I can't believe what this agent did, I, mm. I tell them the the upside of it is that agent just made you look so much better. Right. <laughs> No, it's funny you say that because that's what I tell people at Success Series, which I'm doing this week for everybody who's wondering in Nevada is, um, you know, their other agent's job is to make you look good. Now, unfortunately, a lot of times when you're taking an expired listing or you're working with somebody who had a bad experience, you have to earn that right. But that's the way life is. If you're not willing to earn it, you're not given anything. You earn it, you get it. If you think you're entitled, you just blame other people. <laughs> but if you're willing to earn it, this is an incredible business. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's be a full-time agent. I don't believe in being part-time. I don't think it serves anyone's interest in being part-time. So be full-time mm-hmm. and be on time. I'm such a stickler about being on time. If you're late, mm-hmm. then your message is you don't care about the person that you're supposed to be caring about. That's that's such a great statement. That's such a great statement. All right, cool. Well, we're at time here, Judy. So any final words you want to leave these lovely people? Gosh, now I'm supposed to come up with something really earth-shattering. And I, I no, don't have you don't have to. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate you having me on. I would just say to any agents who, who feel like they might be discouraged because for the last two years, things were gangbusters. There's no room for discouragement in real estate. It is always an exciting business to be in. Just just work at it. Just work at being the best agent you can be, and and then you will be. I agree with that 100%. And, um, you know, I'm listening to a book right now called Founders about people that started, you know, like Apple and, you know, um, Netscape. And, and really, it's a matter of if you believe in the product, what you're doing, if you believe that you can be successful at it. There's going to be good years, bad years. And most of them happen early on because once you're in for like, I don't know, depending on who you are, three to five years, but definitely five years, if you've made it that far and you've been good to your clients and you've been keeping track and have a somewhat, you know, organized CRM, you can kill it in this business if you're just paying attention, like you said, show up, you know, be on time, mm-hmm. keep talking to people, keep adding to your pipeline. It's a tremendous business, isn't it? It is. It really is. I'm so glad I stumbled upon it. Yep. Well, I just want to say, Judy, thank you very much for taking your time out. Okay, send all your I'm referrals, glad. ladies and gentlemen, to Julie Zemet, <laughs> Judy Zemet at the North Scottsdale office if you're sending somebody to yep. Scottsdale. Thank you. All right. You're the best. Have a great Thank you very much, Judy. Thank you. You too. Have a great right, week. Care. Keep it rocking. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye.